Welcome back to the Wayne Room with the Winners Enclosure. A brilliant week's racing last weekend with some huge names like Bob Ollinger, Brave Man's Game, Apple Tard, all doing exactly as we hoped and expected they would. Myself wasn't so great on the tipping side with only two at the bottom of the table, but Hannah and the Winners Enclosure up there with three and four, which she is smiling about. <laughs> oh, yeah. And do you know what? I nearly had a fourth with a Moolah Gold. You know I love that horse. I love the stable and this much like i said to you earlier um so you know we, we nearly nearly four by, by a whisker we've got a we've got a lot of races to look through today and we're jumping all over the place we're going to do friday at newbury we're going to do saturday as well at newbury one the big one at newcastle which all eyes will be on and then also some brilliant racing at Ferry house on the sunday so we've got a packed weekend um with some big names in and we're going to kick off with friday at newbury in the one 50 um, class three handicap chase and I am siding with the winners enclosure on this one we are both going for boot hill at the top of the market around six to four Sammy Twiston on board for Harry Fry and I think this horse has a lot to give chasing or I'm hoping it does they haven't messed around with it it's running a couple of bumpers it's gone hurdling twice and they've taken it chasing straight away so i think this was always the planned route for this horse um it's run very well in hurdle races and i think there's a lot more to come from it chasing now so boot hill for me and also for the winners enclosure well i am what looks like to be at the moment second favorite mr kofi uh ridden by nico de bombu who'll take the ride again uh, tomorrow which is it's out of authorized goes well after a break it's one on every seasonal debut so far um and he makes his debut over fences he'll have a big competition um with solo um who's well he's moved it has moved in the market um since i was writing this um who at the time like uh, like i said had moved and of course you've got boot hill as well which is still leading the market so it's going to be a bit of a challenge um last appearance at aintree came forth and went off as the favorite so yes i am going with what looks to be the second favorite for the moment a competitive race for sure next up we are moving to the three o'clock at newbury um and a race with some previous form i was at weatherby watching Indefatigable, I always struggle to say that, beat Paisley Park. And I've got to say, I'm surprised that Paisley is still going or hanging around 74 favourite and Indefatigable 72. I know that Paisley Park has a brilliant history and is a very impressive horse, but the way in which Daryl Jacob won at Weatherby, I think you cannot ignore that price. And for me, I am going to side with it. Again, it's, you know, it's not as exposed. I think it's still got some improvement left in the tank. And as I said, the way that it did win at Weatherby, um, I back it to do the same again. So for me at 72, indefatigable is my selection for the three o'clock. The winner's enclosure, and I think maybe a South Hannah as well, have sided instead with Mrs. Milner, um, another improving horse. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not? Going, I'm going against all of you. I'm going with Paisley Park. Uh, oh. <laughs> now, last year's winner was Time Hill, uh, came second to Time Hill. Um, but it won this race back in November 2019, so already been there, done that. Um, last time out, we saw at Weatherby. Um, I think I did pick her for that one, and I was a little bit disappointed. Um, she's wearing cheap pieces this time uh, for the first time, so hopefully that will sharpen her up a bit and uh, push her on. Um, so, yeah, that's who I'm going for in the 3 o'clock Paisley Park. <clears throat> Paisley Park. I think that horse might have had a stage, but maybe I'll be eating my words on her. 
come, come Friday. <laughs> um, moving across to Saturday, that's all from Friday. Yeah, so the 1425 on Saturday, we're still at Newbury, but just a different day, um, is the intermediate hurdle, class one. I am siding with the winner's enclosure, and I do believe it's also your choice as well, Frankie. I think we're all going for the same soaring glory. Um, now, trained by John Joe O'Neill, uh, ridden by John Joe O'Neill Jr., uh, last time out won at Ascot by two and a half lengths and was the second favourite. Um, it's a four horse race, so really I don't think you can go wrong. I mean, I don't think obviously one to put a bet on, but as we are just picking winners and who we think we're going to win, um, I think this is a no brainer really. Um, it's had seven runs over hurdles and won three of them. Uh, it's top of the weight, but uh, yeah, it's a full, full runner field. So I do believe uh, this will be quite a good one. But yeah, Frankie, over to you. I think you're picking the same. So and Glory, yeah, again for me, I've actually been um, not talking this horse down, but I said it was a little bit overhyped and I was very wrong when it won well um, last time out. So now I am team Soaring Glory. Um, and I think it, it's more, more, it's a better horse than I gave it credit for. Um, so yes, full house for the three of us with Soaring Glory. Okay, so now we move on to three o'clock. Uh, we've got the Labricks Trophy Steeple Chase. Um, it's raced over three miles one. And the winners enclosure are going for two there on the ropes and Fiddler on the roof. Now my pick for this one is Kitty's Light. Um, currently at about 10 to one. Look, looks to be it's about round about there. Um, out of Nathaniel, trained by Christian Williams. He's won at this distance before. Second to Fusa Raffles by four and a quarter lengths. Second at Chepstow on the 9th of October to Shiriko Vallis. Carries 10 stone 13. Um, and the trainers reported that he's in fine shape ahead of the race. So for me, that, that looks to be good. I mean, I, I think that's a pretty good comment to, comment to say. Um, He's in a bid to become the youngest horse to win the prestigious staying handicap of five years old since the race inception was the Hennessy Gold Cup in 1957. So we could, if he does come in, we could have a nice little uh, new history maker there. So yeah, that's my pick for the three o'clock, Kitty's Light. Kitty's Light. I am going to join the winners enclosure with picking two, um, but different horses. Eclat de Rear would be my selection. I really, really like this horse. Um, it travels so well and at the festival last year um, when unseating rider I thought it was going best of all I mean Monkfish is an absolute beast as we know but I mean it, during the race I would have had it maybe to win I think it's a really really exciting horse um, since then it's won um, last time out and yeah, it collapsed a rear I'll be back into win but there is also one at price we go right down at 25 to 1, Brahma Bull um, from Mullins. Just that forming behind Galvin and Animex. Galvin's a horse, as I've been uh, getting very excited about for the Gold Cup, a brilliant staying and jumping horse, and only three and a half, four lengths in behind that. Uh, Brahma Bull at 25 to 1, I think, could be an each way shout. And also with Jack Foley taking five off, um, could be handy. So, yeah, glad to re I, I really like that horse, but Brahma Bull at 25 to 1 is definitely worth a poke. So we move on now to the 1535 uh, Labricks Handicap Steeplechase, the class two, ridden over two miles. The winners enclosure are going for Grey Diamond. My pick for this one, it's quite a bit wild this time. Um, haven't exactly played it safe, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, I am going for the Heather 
Heather Main trained Numitor. Sorry, Numitor. Now Tom Scudamore takes the ride. Um, has had five starts in handicap chase, three of which he has won. First time at Newbury since running in a bumper. Previous appearance at Weatherby won three and a quarter length. Sorry, three and three quarters of a length. Um, and I think the ground will suit. Uh, last round at this distance, it won at Foslas. Um, so I like the look of this horse. Um, I think it's a pretty nice horse. It is, looking at it, it's nearly the bottom weight. It is, yeah, it's nearly the bottom weight. So I think this will come in handy um, for this horse. So this is my pick for the 1335, which is noon at all, none at all. Yeah, it's a, a tricky race. I mean, I struggled to make a strong case for any in this and get too excited about picking a winner. I've gone with Elusive Bell um, for Nicky Henson. He's been very quiet so far. He has got a couple of runners this weekend. Unfortunately, Shishkin, a non-runner um, for Tingle Creek. coming up, But... It's been entered into some decent races behind some really good horses. Shishkin being one of them, although it got beat by 10 or so lengths, which I think everything did from Shishkin last year. But it has been entered in some decent races. It's ran behind some decent horses, both hurdling and chasing. It's only gone in one handicap, but as far as I can see, chasing so far. And it's won that up of 11-3, going off 11-7 in what I don't think is too competitive. Um, the last time it went, it went in a bumper, so I'd imagine they're just trying to get this horse fit and ready, and provided it is, I think it's got a chance at 10 to 1. But as I said, a competitive race that I wouldn't be getting too carried away with any of them. Right then, well, we move up north now. We go to Newcastle, uh, the quarter past three, the Betfair Fighting Fifth Hurdle Race, Class 1, Grade 1. Now, I just want to make a little bit of a case about um, another horse, which I had for another race, but it's now running in this one. Um, Mon Myra, the Paul Nichols trained horse. Um, it's unbeaten in six of its runs. Last time at Aintree, won seven and a half lengths. Now, I think, first of all, my pick is going to be Epitont, but I, I really like this horse, my my role. I don't think it's going to be Epitont. I think, um, I just don't, I just don't think, because I, I put this first and then when, it, when it's going to enter in this race, I just thought, no, it, it, I don't think it will go, go against it. Um, Epitont is just, you know, too strong. He's a former champion hurdler, finished third behind Honeysuckle in the 2012, 12, 2021 uh, at Cheltenham. So I think he'll bounce back and uh, class and experience will take over, I think, really. So that's my pick um, is Epitome. But I just wanted to mention Monmyra because I think it's a, a great horse and it won't beat Epitome, but it will be great to watch him run. So. Oh, I'm going against you. The winners and closer have also uh, backed Epitone from right. Yeah, serious man. Obviously, winning the Champ Hurdle a couple of years ago, and you know, very very hard to go against. But I am. <laughs> I think again, there's 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 you know there's these these horses that you know like Paisley Park. We love to cling on to them. We love to hope they're going to continue winning them. You know, Epitone, as I said. Uh, an incredible mare and when she won the champ hurdle two years ago uh did it in some style but i do think could have had a day um and i am going to back the improving horse in one else unexposed it's on the up done nothing wrong it looks it looks a real real smart horse and i think this maybe could be the the crossover from old to new so for me um at three to one i'm going from one more out for paul nichols Ooh. It's on. Well, Frankie, <laughs> and we are moving to Sunday at Fairy House. We are. Let me just move myself across. Um, yeah, some brilliant racing 
um, all weekend. We are starting with the 105 Novice Hurdle. Got some more exciting horses in here. Um, the winner's enclosure selection for this is my mate Mozzie, which looks an exciting novice hurdler. Um, I mean, let's go on. It's it's last two and it was first two runs over hurdle. It's one by eight lengths and then one by ten lengths, and it's like it could have another ten in in the tank. Um, the only reason I'm going against it with three strap life is because I think I tip this horse up all year. Um, and at four to one, I take my chances on it. Um, I've backed this horse, I did back this horse for the Supreme this time around. It came third, I think, in the champion bumper at Cheltenham last year. Um, the Cobmeister, whose birthday it was, happy birthday to Jamie Codd, um, tipped this up as being the most powerful thing at the yard. Um, and going off of that evidence didn't get, get much wrong. I think maybe it could have a good season. So three strap life for myself. I am siding with the winners in character. I'm also going with my mate Mozzie. Looks classy, it's two starts over uh, hurdles to date. So, you know, it's a very exciting horse. Last time at Navon won at two miles on good ground. Now, just Frankie, if you've got it up there, what's the ground like on Sunday? Is it is there been much rain? It says good. Obviously, it's a way away, but it's at the moment they've got it down to good. Okay, so yeah, I think I think the ground will be absolutely fine. Winning weight, um, 11.3. Won 10 lengths clear of chemical energy. Uh, won the maiden hurdle prior to this, eight lengths ahead of Barbados. Um, been favourite both times. Most likely, we'll probably, I haven't got it up here, but probably shortened even closer to the time. But yeah, I, I like this horse. I think it's a very exciting um, novice hurdler. So yeah, I am siding with the winner's enclosure with my mate Mozzie. There'll definitely be some good horses come out of that. Well, I mean, they're already exciting horses, but I think that race, whatever wins that on Sunday, um, will definitely be a novice hurdler to follow for the season. Um, moving on to the 135, um, the novice chase. And the winners enclosure have selected lifetime ambition, which is around nine to four. Um, my selection for this is Fury Road. Take me home, Fury Road. Um, again, a, a, a horse that's had a, well, had a bit of a strange last couple of, couple of years. Pulled up twice, um, March and April. Pulled up in, I think it was the stairs at Cheltenham. Yeah, pulled up in the stairs at Cheltenham, then pulled up again. And then last time out was its first time chasing. And it's only come a couple of lengths behind the favourite. Um, Favourites priced up at seven to four. You got Fury Road at six to one. Fury Road was a machine um, over hurdles. It didn't do much wrong first time chasing. I think it's only going to improve for that. So I really like this as a bet. I think six to one is great value as an each way bet for Fury Road. Well, my pick is going to be Cap Gentleman. I really like the source, the dumb sirens Galileo. So I've got some good genes in there. Uh, two wins at this distance was the beaten favourite last time out at Punchestown. 21 lengths behind the winner. Now, when I, I looked at that and I thought, mm, okay, we'll, we'll see how it goes this time. But prior to this, raced at Cork, two mile four chase on heavy ground. So um, a little bit of rain won't hurt, although a minute ago I didn't want any rain. Uh, ground looks good now, so hopefully it stays that way. He won on good ground at Punchestown on the 12th of October, went by six lengths. But yeah, this is a really, really nice horse. So uh, my pick for this one is Cap Gentleman. Emmett Mullins, he's he, uh, lost some money following the following the Irish gambler. Um, 
<laughs> of the weekend in that handicap. I think it came from 12s. I tipped it up on, on this. It went from 12s to 6s on Thursday and it went as short as 3 to 1. And I think everybody got carried away and then it came 4th or 5th, did nothing. So. <laughs> um, uh, we can always yeah. hope pray. We can always hope for pray. Right, uh, to finish up. And what a race to finish up. Um, 240, the Hatton's Grace Hurdle. You can't be looking anywhere else, can you? And Honeysuckle, you cannot be looking anywhere else. I mean, 4 to 9 for a reason, but this man, this, this would be, this is the hurdle, this is the hurdler that I would, I would challenge anyone to find a horse right now that could beat Honeysuckle. Um, just incredible. The way she's got better and better and better and won stronger and stronger races. And every time a question has been asked, she's gone on and, you know, it improved. Um, and looked better with every single run and as you know I, I can't see how you could have anything else in this race and I can't see a horse right now a hurdler right now that could be a so honeysuckle for myself honeysuckle for the winners enclosure and I'm sure Hannah yeah you're right I'm going with honeysuckle um <laughs> I think she'll keep the perfect record um I mean the dream team the dream team Rachel Blackmore and Henry de Bromhead brilliant horse um yeah, it'd be great to see her back again. So, yes, I mean, what more can you say? Honeysuckle all the way, and that's across the board as well. I think that's your champ, your champ hurdle winner, I'd, li <laughs> I'd like to think, anyway. Um, and that's a great weekend's racing, uh, starting on Newbury on Friday and finishing at Ferry House on Sunday. Um, it's really getting exciting now as some big names start to come out of their hiding places and uh, we start to see <laughs> who's doing exactly what. Yeah. We um talking of talking of Cheltenham um and talking of exciting names, we've got a couple that we're just gonna run through some exciting horses to follow, um, some of which have already been mentioned. Um so should we start with a, a novice hurdler for the season? Mm-hmm. To me, yeah. So I'm gonna go with um, John Vaughan, full brother to uh, Willie Mullins's multi-grade one winning Divan. He's got speed and jumping ability. Um, brilliant horse. Um, very excited to see. Um, what about you? I'm going to go with Phil Dahl. Gordon Elliott bought this horse uh, from France, I'm pretty sure. And it ran in the same race that Calixios won last year, um, which then went on to win the Triumph um, for Gordon Elliott. Same owners, same race, bought from France, hosed to have first time out. Looks real, real smart and obvious hurdler. So I think Bill Door heading towards the triumph hurdle at Cheltenham could be a, a real good one to follow um, over hurdles. Chasing wise, is, is the question Bob Ollinger versus Brave Man's game as a novice chasing? Is that the question? Who would, who would you have? If you, if, you, if, you could have if you could own Brave Man's or Bob Ollinger, who would you have? Well, that's unfair because I put both, but. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I would say Brave Man's Game because he's just brilliant. I mean, the flight on that horse is unreal. He jumps fantastically um, and he's obviously on brilliant form. So I noted both of them down. Yeah, but I think you're from, from the weekend, you'd maybe have like Brave Man's looked a, a smarter, real classy and clever chaser and didn't put a foot wrong. But then on the other hand, Bob Ollinger looks just a bit of a machine. He looks strong and big and powerful. And, you know, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't as clean over fences but you think if it gets it right it's, it's a powerful horse yeah yeah exactly but i think if i had to own one if i was given one tomorrow 
to put in my table. Be nice. That would be nice. I've got room out there. Uh, Brave Man's Game would definitely be be for me. What about you? Out of the two? Um, I think I'd be I'd be happy to take my one. <laughs> I think you know. I think uh, I think I would. Um, just that it's just a beast, um, and I and it's got plenty of time to get used to going over fences. It's only going to get better, but yeah, they're, I mean, they're both brilliant horses. You won't complain with either, would you? No, we can have one each. So, <laughs> in terms of um, established hurdlers, I think we've surely just both agreed that Honeysuckle is is top of the list. And as I said, I would challenge someone to find a horse right now that could beat her. Yeah. You just, yeah, you just can't really, can you? I mean, you can't really go wrong there. That's the same as what I've got. Um, and then we've got established chaser. Yeah, um, this is like, it's kind of, it, I mean, the horse is, is no longer a novice, but you kind of still get that novice feel to Envoyale in that you don't quite know um, what he's going to do or now where he's going to go. Everyone was talking as Envoyale dead cert to go and obviously win the marsh and then go on to running the Gold Cup maybe this year, but now there's talks of the Ryanair um, looking more likely. Obviously, Fav in the March last year and it's had a little bit of a bumpy ride in terms of what's stable and who's training it and so on and so on. Um, so you kind of feel like it's being reborn again and what Helen, so you do still get that slight excitement that you don't know exactly how it's going to pan out. Um, but Envoy Adam, I'm excited to see um, just how good it could be this year. Um, well, for me, I've put down um, Aplutard. I mean, yeah, it's brilliant. Do you, think could be, do you think that could be a gold cup winner? Yeah, well, you know, what I was saying about the statistics, I do love a statistic when you look at um, yeah, I do, I do, and it's going to be exciting leading up to Cheltenham. Um, I'm just trying to think what when I gave the statistic of um, of course, what was it's that? Yeah. Good question. What my studios? I have to get back to you that because I've written it down. <laughs> I was linking it to Corto Star. I mean, could he be the next, the next yeah. one? But yeah, he's just wow. brilliant, and I just, yeah, I, I do see. I, I think he could. I don't see why not. I mean, look, you've got a brilliant, the dream team. So yeah, I think it was a masterclass at um, the weekend. Made everything else look fairly average and behind. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I just think as well with Rachel Blackmore's mindset, she, the way, the way she's so determined and what she'd achieved last year, like, you know, I just think she's unstoppable. Absolutely unstoppable. She hasn't won a gold cup before. No, don't think so. But she won a grand national. I mean, for me. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. She'll be, she be looking to tick that one off, won't she? With, uh... Yeah. Probably. Exactly. And it was nice as well because obviously the first woman to, she was the first woman to ever win the national. And I think she's done a lot already for women in racing and probably, well, most definitely inspired other girls out there to be just like her. So um, I know we're not talking about top jockeys here, but we may as well add that in. But, <laughs> you know, I just, every horse she rides, that you always get this feeling like oh even when I was working um in the bookies like so many people as soon as they saw that she was whatever horse she was riding you'd see the price would just shorten it'd be oh Rachel Blackmore's yeah. on it I'm gonna go yeah, for yeah. It. so you know it's one no, of those you feel like you feel like she's she'll always give it her best the horse has yeah. always got a chance with her on board I can't remember what the horse was called that she won on the other day that looked like it was beat 
about 10, 10 links in behind and somehow got it up. She's a wizard. Um, oh yeah, that's all for this weekend. Um, fingers crossed there's some winners in there. Uh, if there's no winners, there will 100% be some exciting races. Yeah. And um, we'll catch you next weekend. We'll see you then.